In today's video, I explain my thought process behind a couple different things that many of you have had questions on uh, regarding my past videos, such as why I don't talk about certain products, why I don't cover Bowman Chrome prospects anymore, and why I look at boxes the way I do for prices. So please sit back and enjoy the following video. Welcome everyone to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I'm your host, Nate, and today I'm going to talk to you about commonly asked questions to me about why I do the things I do. There's been three questions that get asked quite a bit. One, and this is more recently because I've been covering a lot of boxes, is you know why I'm viewing the boxes like I do, why I like the certain boxes, and why I'm not talking about parallels specifically when talking about the best boxes to buy. Two is why I don't talk about like Stadium Club and Allen and & Ginter and product like that. And then number three is why I don't cover Bowman Chrome prospects anymore. And so we are going to cover these one by one. It'll be a short video today, 10 minutes, nothing really new, just my thought process behind things so you can understand better when you are watching my videos. I think it'll be useful for you guys to get a little glimpse into my head um, if you don't already understand what I'm thinking and to just, uh, you know, and then you can go back and watch the box videos from previously and it'll, it'll make sense, right? Or any product, any video with any product type of thing. If you have any more questions or any uh, questions about how I approach things, please DM me or even better, join our Discord, our Slab Stocks Discord, and you can go into the baseball section. We've got prospect section and MLB section and you can ask questions and I'll be really easy to get to there really easy to pick my brain much easier than DMs so if you have a chance join that you'll be able to DM me or question you know ask me questions and stuff super easy let's start with the first one and the first one was uh why I cover box investments the way I do and so last week I talked about top series one 2020 being my favorite investment from 2020 uh, product line, and that was because I thought you could get the most money back off of your investment, $150, but there was about five guys that were decent investments, so to, or decent guys that could PSA 10 and get decent money back, and there was a couple questions saying, you know, sure, you can do that, but why not look at it like people are buying the product to get parallels, and I understand that people buy product to get parallels. I understand that you can buy Bowman Chrome and get a out-of-gold auto out of uh, Garrett Mitchell from Bowman Chrome Draft that just came out today, and you are doing a good job. You've definitely made your $310 back plus probably like 700 more, but you can't bank on that, especially for like Topps Flagship. Um, if you get a, hot, a jumbo hobby box from Topps Flagship, you're, you know, you're guaranteed a black, but more often than not, it's going to be like Rugnit or Dor or uh, Matt Chapman and not, you know, the rookie you want, Bo Bichette type of thing, right? So I don't even look at parallels when I'm thinking about boxes. If you get a parallel of a good rookie, you're golden, but the likelihood of that happening is unlikely. So then I look at it a step lower and I say, what is the most common outcome I can expect to get? And the most common outcome for like a Topps 2020 Series 1 box would be to get like, I don't know, three or four of the top five rookies you can get. So maybe one Jordan, one Randy Rosarina, one Gavin Lux and a Boba Shet. And then, you know, you don't get Kyle Lewis, something like that. After that, it's like, how many of those are going to be at PSA 10s? Maybe two, 
two out of the five, if you got all five, would be pretty good odds. Three out of the five. And so then you take your prices and you're like, okay, three out of the five. If I get the if I get Bo Bichette, that's a $60, $70 card. If I get Jordan Alvarez, that's $40, that's $110. And if I hit one more PSA 10 in there, say it's $30. And I'm pretty close to making my money back on the box, the $150 box. Whereas if I'm just banking on a higher price box but and banking on one solid parallel, you know, the likelihood of you hitting enough guys to PSA 10 to make your money back on base cards, unlikely. And then hitting that good parallel, also unlikely. So I think parallels are kind of a crapshoot, whereas banking on base cards to get PSA 10s is a little bit safer. And it's a much more likely that you get the right base uh, most of the base guys in your product. So if you're thinking series two from last year, you know, the likelihood of you getting a Fernando Tatis and a Eloy and a Pete Alonso, pretty good. Maybe not, a, not pretty good is getting the Vlagero Jr. So that's my thought process. I'm literally just looking at it like what's the most likely outcome I can get for these cards, PSA 10s to get my money back. And if you hit a parallel, perfect. So that's where I'm at on boxes. I hope that may, helps you understand a little bit more why I approach like Series 1 as the best investment. No, you're not going to get the huge numbered cards like you can get in Bowman Chrome, but you're also not going to get absolutely destroyed as long as you grade your cards. $90 back on $150 a box is better than getting like $30 back on a $310 box like Bowman Chrome Draft today. Uh, number two on the list was why don't I cover... Products like Stadium Club, Allen & Ginter, when I'm talking about product. And you'll notice I talk about mainly two types of product. Tops Update and Tops Series 2, Tops Series 1, so Tops Flagship, and then Tops Chrome. I'll occasionally throw in uh, Tops Heritage in there and Bowman, Bowman Chrome stuff for like vets, like Juan's, Juan Soto, Ronald Lacuna, that type of stuff. But I don't really cover Stadium Club, Allen & Ginter. I brought them up. Um that type of stuff. And there's a reason for that. Number one, shout out to Stadium Club and Allen Ginter for getting Chrome, Chrome cards uh, this past week. But that's besides the point. I don't cover them because they're just, it's just not worth talking about in an investment strategy like I'm trying to give you. Um, if you look at prices, if you look up Fernando Tatis Jr. rookies from Stadium Club, they're like $6 a piece. If you look up his Tops Update, it's like $30. If you look up his Tops Chrome, it's like $35. All those prices are non-graded. So for me, if I'm going to be talking about cards, I want to talk about cards that are actually viable investments. I don't think the baseball market is big enough. Like the NBA you can keep coming out with cards. It's probably stupid. Panini keeps doing it. They just came out with this NBA hoops premium thing. Uh, they came out with clearly Donruss. You know, they're coming out with a bunch of product and they're over, they're flooding the market, but who knows? Maybe it sells because the NBA is huge. Baseball, on the other hand, not as big as the NBA. Uh, I love it. Most of you watching this love it, but I just don't think there is enough to carry both Bowman products and Topps Flagship, and Topps Chrome, and Topps Heritage. And then well underneath that is the Stadium Clubs and the Allen and Ginters. So that's why I don't cover it, because I just don't think there's enough people to make these you know, third-tier products get their shine, uh, so to speak. I could be wrong. I'm not right about everything. I don't have you know, an, all this knowledge where I can be like, oh, yeah, this is a guarantee. I just study the market every day, and that's the way I feel. But that doesn't mean I'm right. But I'm just not going to use my time to cover Stadium Club, Allen, Ginter, uh, that type of stuff in these videos. So if you're looking to invest and you want Fernando Tatis cards, 
but you can't you don't want to put $30 down on a Topps flagship, perfect. Stadium Club is perfect for you. Alan and Ginter is perfect for you. Alan and Ginter has some sweet autos. My brother bought me a uh, Charlie Kelly auto. Charlie Day is the actor. He plays Charlie Kelly, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. He bought me an auto of his for my birthday. Um, sweet card, really cool. Uh, something I wouldn't expect to ever get for a, you know, as a baseball card type of thing. But here we are looking at Charlie Kelly. Awesome. Um, so they have their moments and they have their uh, necessities, but overall, they're just not worthwhile investments in my mind. And I just, I think they're better for personal collection than anything else. And then lastly, my last point I was going to talk about was why I don't talk about Bowman Chrome. And you'll notice that if you started following me a long time ago, all I talked about was Bowman Chrome. And then somewhere along the line, it started switching into no Bowman Chrome. And the reason for that is because when we were talking about Bowman Chrome, it was really, we had small amounts of followers, you know, one, two, three, four thousand followers. Uh, not a ton of people were listening to my podcasts. Um, you know, you're getting like four, three, four hundred listens a time. And so I could talk about any guy I wanted and be like, yo, I think so-and-so on the Pirates, uh, Quinn Priester say, is an, a good investment. Also, I like Quinn Priester, but don't take that as a, oh, go spend big money on him. I could say that and people would be like, oh, okay. And, you know, a couple people would buy, but it wouldn't really move the market. When we started getting bigger, I'd be like, oh, you know, I really like Josiah Gray from the Dodgers. And all of a sudden I'm seeing this market creep up. I'm like, ooh, I feel like that might have been me. I can't confirm it. That might be just a little bit of an ego thing for me, but I don't want to be the reason why these are moving up. It's a lot easier to talk about Topps flagship, Topps Chrome, um, Topps update guys because they're already there. We already know what they're doing. We can see their advanced stats and, and make guesses. This prospecting is really just like a gut feel along with all the stats and it's a lot more risky which is why i just don't talk about it i'm going to try to get back into it i want to get back into it it's my first love um i'm sure many of you love bowman chrome prospecting i it's how i got into the hobby again i i love it completely aaron and i started buying cards together because i didn't i was i was uh, too big of a pansy to put all the money down on the guys that I wanted. So I convinced Aaron to go halfsies with me in case it didn't work. It worked out like 99% of the time. We had really good uh, hit rate with it. And I want to get back into it, but I just don't know the proper avenue to do it because I don't want to be going out there and be like, oh, I like so-and-so from this team and so-and-so from that team. And otherwise, I just don't know how to do it. So if you have any ideas, any of you are watching, if you have any ideas on how I could cover Bowman Chrome prospects again without making it seem like I'm just peddling one guy or the other, please let me know because I would love to cover them again. I mean, I even have, you know, I got like Aaron Ashby right here. I bought a gold shimmer of him the other day. Uh, he's a Brewers pitching prospect. I really like him. I think he's along the same lines of Brandon Woodruff and Corbin Burns, next type of guy that becomes a top 100 prospect for the Brewers pitching side. But I'm not going to be like, oh, you should go buy him because it's a huge risk. And, uh, you know, it's just a gut feeling on my part. That is why I don't cover Bowman Chrome anymore. Please, if you have any ideas on how I could, I am all ears because I love it. Anyways, that is a quick 10-minute dinging corners today. Just explaining some things to you on why I do the things I do. I hope you guys better understand it. You know, I see the comments and I figured this was a good way to, excuse me, address them all in one short video. Anyways, 
Thank you all for listening to the Stinging Corners today. I know it's not a ton of new information, but just information on myself. But I hope you enjoyed it anyways. And I will talk to you again next time.